Welcome. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui. And this is Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. Beep, beep, gross. Beep. <laughs> You're gross. You're gross. <laughs> yeah. All right, You're both no. gross. You both win. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh but fair. Harsh but fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So, no, we're back. And as you heard, we're not back alone. We've got Kira Walker back in the studio. And this time, uh, Kira's picked as another zombie movie, which is the little hitch we've got going with this series. Kira, tell the folks who you are, what you do, and what movie you picked for us today. All right. My name is Kira Walker. I am co-host of the podcast Scarifier. Um, I picked uh, Dead Alive or Brain Dead. The 1992 mm. New Zealand zombie flick, um, which was a nice contrast to the last movie that we were talking about previously. <laughs> so I got a lot to say about this one. So let's let's play. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A nice contrast is definitely the, the, the biggest understatement I've ever heard when someone's comparing <laughs> yeah. White Zombie to, de- uh, to fucking Dead Alive. This movie is one of the grossest movies of all time. <laughs> I, 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 I used to watch this movie religiously. I used to... Yeah, man, I, we used to have this bar that my dad was like a, a prison officer. So he used to have this bar that prison officers went to. And I used to like bring this tape when I was like 17. I used to just throw it on just to see their reactions because it was so <laughs> insane. Like I've never seen anything like it. It just brings back all these warm, like the, the, the lawnmower. Oh. Uh, the, the hand being blended. On it. Uh, just oh, chef's my. kiss. Chef's kiss is all around. And I mean, complete sure. unnecessariness. Yeah. Oh, God. So, Kira, your history with this movie. I actually didn't see this movie until I was about, I want to say around 17 or 18, um, which was a couple of years ago. I, I don't want to age myself, but it was, a, it was a while ago. Wink. Um, 42 <laughs> years ago. Silence <laughs> <Sounds> you. <laughs> um but i first watched it and i'm like this is the grossest crazy film i think i've ever seen in my life yeah i almost feel like it's one of those films where it was like it was gross just to like try to gross out the audience it wasn't (laughs) too big of a story it's like let's just see if we can make people sick yeah yeah i picture I picture Peter Jackson sitting there interviewing for the Lord of the Rings. And then, and then, and then just kind of going like, so what films have you made up till now? And he goes, don't worry about it. Don't ask me those questions. Don't worry about it. It's like when you go into an interview and they start talking about your social media profiles. And you're like, oh, shit. Shit. What did I post? What did I post? Yeah. Why does it say clear browser history? <laughs> Yeah, like one of the most insane things I've ever seen in the movie had to be that guy's hand exploding out your one's head, out your mouth, and then like drags her across the room and starts pie facing the one. Like, how do you the baby, <laughs> the, the, baby. The, baby the baby been born? Oh, God, I mean, that has to be up baby. there. Oh my God. And like every time there was like a white shot of the baby, it was clearly a grown up dude in the costume. I've never wanted I to think... take a baby across a room until I saw that movie. I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> a, film, a film that me and Vinny seem to be unable to go on a podcast without mentioning, but I, here I am again. Is the, the, that the thing? There we go. Uh, because, but I always I look at a film like that and I think, 
the most fun was actually had by the people, not just all right here behind the camera. I'm not talking cameraman, director. Uh, I'm not. I'm talking about people like in the back rooms getting shit ready. That mm. they're the people who had the most fun or who who, oh. who pushed the edges. And this film is an excellent example of that. Yeah. Because they're like, right, we need the hand to go through the throat. We need the baby to be born. It needs to run. It's all bloody and stuff like that. And I got, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, we can do that. <laughs> like, the best one in this movie like, was their notepad looks like oh. bloody running baby. <laughs> Imagine just like the script, like. <laughs> uh, I remember where I was when I heard it. I kick ours for the Lord. Yeah, man. <laughs> That priest looks so much like Dermot Morgan from Father Ted. Yeah, we used a show called Father Ted about a priest and he looked insanely like him. So that was just, yeah. <laughs> that God. scene was incredible where he just drops down and starts doing martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bit. It was. <laughs> You're like, of course. Like everything that led up to that point in the movie, you were just like, of course. Of course, the other priest knows martial arts. <laughs> yeah. Because why not? Kara, <laughs> yeah. do you think it would be possible to have any other feelings about this movie than loving it or hating it? Like, do you, do you think that an in between could exist? Because I don't. Because mm. it's not like, oh, I thought the storyline let it down. But I have to say I enjoyed it. There's, it's not a nuanced movie. <laughs> I, I really don't see like an in between. I think this is one of those films where it's like you either love it or you hate it. I have a good friend of mine. He absolutely adores this movie just because it's so campy and gory. I'm like, but it's dumb. And he's like, that's why I love it. It doesn't make any sense. And it is just gory. But one thing that I mean, I could take on this movie all day. I'm not going to lie to you. I could rag on this thing all day. The props and makeup and stuff like that, they were like so dedicated. Regardless of how campy it looked, they were so dedicated to their cause. So I do have to give them props for that. But it's like uh, during that entire time, I just kept picturing the, the woman when she got her throat slit and, and like, she gets her and her head's hanging backwards. And we see the POV from her head. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his uncle calls around and there's like the zombies are like uh, shuffling around in the room. And like yeah, the dude's like, oh, I see you found one of your father's old stag movies. Is that the one with the donkey and the milkmaid? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I need to see that movie now. Why I don't know, but like just, just to be in <laughs> that's a movie that we need. Yeah. Anytime I told anyone about this movie, and I was like, and, and I feel like I'm not impressing upon them how violent this movie is. <laughs> I always go to the scene where he's trying to escape, but there's so much blood on the floor he can't. So he has to start jumping on the actual squishy bits of viscera and bodies and hearts oh, and gosh. livers and arms that are on the ground to get some traction. <laughs> and I always think that that just beautifully encapsulates how it brings body surfing to a whole new movie. <laughs> nice. There it is. There's your clip. There's your I would have respected you less if you hadn't. Yeah. Had the power of pun is strong in this one. <laughs> I, I I can't I can't fault this film in any way, shape, or form because like anything you could fault it on is something that the film wasn't trying to do. Yeah. You know, like you could fault it on not being a romantic comedy. It wasn't trying to be a romantic <laughs> comedy. You could fault it on not 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 not. You know, and not having like a social message or something. It certainly wasn't. Crazy that. It was like if something, like whatever they set out to do. I'm not sure what that was because I don't have gross people vocabulary for what it was they were trying to do, yeah. but they did it. 
a hundred percent. That was a left it all on the field because the gross people out. Is it as simple as that? I think so. It seems that way. Like <laughs> every fucking scene, there was just like bladder effect. Let's fucking rip. It's like everything was just like oozing and viscous and gr- yeah. it was grimy. It was fucking. I was disgusting, man. Like. <laughs> It's the worst. <laughs> I had a bowl of Weetabix and I was just watching it and I was just like Why? looking at it and going, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, is that the uh, the lunch scene? That yeah, the one that you yeah, were talking exactly. about? Yeah, yeah, the lunch yeah, scene. That's the only one that makes me gag. I will not lie. I can't watch it. I'm like, eh, nope, no. Nope. coming over, troll. Ugh. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> He says that as he but drinks I, a giant sip of water and uh, that bravery. It's the only thing to stop me from vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he comes back in after the lunch scene when he's after he's talking to his uncle and the two zombies are banging on the table and, and they're kissing and the, the nurse bites your man's face off. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm sick dragging it out. It's like it's like every little special effect that like practical effect that existed, I think, in the 80s, early 90s was just thrown at this movie. It was just yeah. crazy. Like oh god. Yeah. I mean the mother explodes yeah. out of the ground at the end and she's got this like she's just gigantic, like and like it's like she's storming up the stairs and then she gets him outside and she puts him inside her again. Like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, Here's right. the thing: there's at least one person somewhere on this globe. Uh, sorry, flat earth and flat truth, flat truth, flat truth. Yo, but on this on this uh, earth that um, is listening to us and has absolutely no idea what we're talking about, and we can't help them. <laughs> this isn't a film where you were like, ah, so first they planned the perfect heist. No, yeah. <laughs> no, wrong podcast, <laughs> wrong podcast. Abort. <laughs> We are not going to be able to help you if you haven't seen this movie. There is nothing to be that we can do. Watch it, yeah. don't watch it, but or find fine yeah. options. <laughs> like, there is no explaining this. Oh man, like it's, it's, you have to it's kind of like a fever. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's it's crazy though. Like like what like uh, apart from the corniness and all this kind of thing and the hamminess of the acting and stuff. Like the amount of ambition they showed with some of the set pieces for the fucking for the special effects or the practical effects was just it was crazy. Like and I don't even know how this movie got greenlit. Like if you make this movie today, and it's R rated one hundred percent. Is this an R rated movie? I believe it was. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. A V Z rated movie. Or something <laughs> <like that. laughs> oh God! I just. I it goes it was to show, so though, that you can make anything happen if you just try hard and believe in yourself. Yes. <laughs> you can make shit like this. Yeah. How did that dude go from making a crazy motherfucking movie like that in life to Lord of the Rings? Lord <laughs> you know? of the Rings. Like, you find I have to, I, every time I do it in my head, I have to say Lord of the Rings very slowly. Yeah. So I needed to sink in. He went from making this to making oh, Lord of the uh, ring uh, yeah. trilogy <laughs> all three of them peter jackson yeah oh man it's crazy man the ascension of the jackson is undeniable <laughs> oh yeah i mean like, i mean and he meant frightener it was not peter jackson as yeah, well frighteners yeah Mike like, J. Fox. yeah the, here's the thing like i mean it, it this looks like it's absolute madness because it absolutely is but there has <laughs> to be method this yeah. there, there has like somebody sat behind that director's chair and but i made this hilariously great grotesque film 
but mm. there was actual work. It's a thing where we like, oh God, if I got in a director's chair, this is the kind of film I could make. Would take somebody who knows what they're doing to make a film like this. You yeah. think it's just absolute insanity. But somebody had to literally say, right, we need to get this out. We need to get this bloody we need this cutscene. We need this bit of violence. But then we need this room ready. As in somebody would have hacked to, with a pen and paper, sit down and think about this. I don't think that this is just a... You kind of think like this guy isn't a talented director, but I think he absolutely is. What I don't think this film would have been easy to make. What they call it? Organized the chaos. practicality is mind-blowing. It's just very line with silly and it was extremely grotesque. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> It keeps freezing. I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's wonderful staring at your wonderful face. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to like play catch up with Otto's yeah, yeah, yeah. smile. It's <laughs> happening to us all. Okay, so it's not, it's not just happening to me. At least I feel. Yeah, I'm gonna go frozen you like this. He's <laughs> <laughs> like every time Noah goes to talk about Peter Jackson Zoom. He's like, no, I didn't like the Hobbit movies. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to freeze i want my cool somber face <laughs> that's my rap cover that's that's my limp biscuit style rap album that i've been working on uh, curious tell, tell me like the, the main thing about this movie like aside like is the gore really it is the gore it's all about the gore what what was your what was, yeah what was your favorite most disgusting <laughs> apart from the lunch the lunch sequence we well we all discussed about that. like apart from the lunch sequence what do you think was the standout most disgusting moment you from dead life oh god that there's so many that's the problem <laughs> this movie this movie is literally so jam-packed that like the scenes start to blend together because yeah. it's just like it's like non-stop um I kind of want to say the lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> Between the lawnmower scene and when um, they're going through like RDS mm. and they are literally just like ripping people apart. <laughs> that was gory. That was... The, the intestines. Remember later on the intestines yes. coming down from the ceiling. Like, oh my just kind of crawling all over the place like they got someplace to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the sentient intestine. <laughs> I only watched it today. What is it? Like it's a, a lot of kidney and lungs or something like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And it's it's a thing you you it is. I remember thinking the first, I went to Comic-Con there recently for the first time. And the first thing I thought when I got there is there's a lot taken straight away. You know, like, yeah. just like one second. Yeah, it was the salt and senses. And I, remember, when I remember having that feeling again when I watched this. So the kid, the babies, the, the nerd, the doctor, he's back. So he's cut in half now. And you're just, you need to keep keep up with it. It is, yeah, it, it is gross, <laughs> but it is a lot happening at once. What oh, was yeah. your, like what the your famous score? <laughs> but at least i will give it also this but at least when like the story started to kick off and like the zombie and the gore started to kick off it really took off <laughs> yeah. like there's no stopping oh yeah it's like somebody lit like a thousand matches at once <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> one two three go <laughs> i no. like this oh, sorry go on I like the stop motion Sumerian rat. <laughs> yeah. you know, the the rat monkey. I, I love that. Yeah, it looked like Jason and the Argonauts. They went back to like, this kind of 1960s stop motion shit. And I was like, 
Yeah, I'm into it. I fucking I am. I'm into it. <laughs> Do you remember the legend of the rats, uh, the the rat monkey? They're like when the first settlers came here, they're like all these gigantic rats came off the ship and they went in and raped all the monkeys in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh my god, like how do you write that shit? <laughs> yeah, you say, should... who comes up with that? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to think it was like a brainstorming session and somebody sitting there going, right. So they get there and, and there's rats, right? And they get on the island and they're just sitting there and somebody just goes, They rape the monkeys. <laughs> oh my god, it was right there in front of us the whole time. Perfect, just like... put it in the film. <laughs> 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 rat monkey it's fucking incredible but um no uh, what... it is a fever dream but it is an you're absolute, a fever dream <laughs> <laughs> no it's keep stalling is like we shitty internet boo no boo me yeah boo you is it my internet yeah it came up you've got low band bandwidth or some shit yeah i just got that pop up i'm sorry yeah boo no Ruining the production quality of the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I didn't know. The it was pressure me. just started growing up. God. <laughs> He's just so good at it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, no, talk to me. Talk to me. Tell me what was what was the most gory shit? Did you tell me what the most gory shit for you was? I think the most gory shit for me was the mother at the end, where she tried to like <laughs> rehouse. Her child, rehouse giant monster titty. Yeah, re womb. I don't know how you like unbirth. Took him back to his first apartment. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Could you imagine? Noel's like a a doctor and he's doing like a donor surgery and he's like, Yeah, we're going to rehouse your kidney. But I found that that shit was so disturbing. I I just, and even though it's so, it's kind of gone really off the reservation in terms of the how silly and kind of unhuman and unrealistic it all looked. I still found that to be just like really, really unsettling. And I think you're kind of like the assault in the senses has been happening for about 20 minutes now. It's like a whole house invasion. And you're just kind of like, dude, I'm tired. Oh my God. How many, t- how many times did you say what the fuck when you're watching this movie? Like, <laughs> like I think I'm more of a oh for fuck's sake. Kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, what I the am. Fuck? I, I really, I'm more of an oh for fuck's sake kind of guy. That's my flavor. That's, that's how I roll. I just keep going like oh, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> How about I you know that it does not go ex- well with breakfast. What do you like to exclaim? <laughs> it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I was about to say, I actually am from the South, so Dag Blamit tends to be my, <laughs> my thing. I won't lie. Really? Dag Blamit. <laughs> you, sh- you shoot a few rounds off into the roof. Depends on how angry I am. <laughs> God damn it, Clancy. That's not the remote. <laughs> <laughs> America. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I, I I was actually okay. So we actually have a reception now. It's not my pop. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say, look at this film after not seeing it for I'm going to say 15, 16 years. 
I remember just thinking that despite the fact that like, I mean, I've started a horror podcast. I've been looking at films from all across. This film is, is absolutely, especially spectacular in, yeah. inside of what it is. Like I, to this day, despite the fact that I've seen a thousand films since I've seen this film, I still do not know what to compare this to. <laughs> I have yeah. no frame of reference for it. Yeah. I, 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 I think that, is something that I genuinely admire about it. You know, you just think like, well done, sir. And moving from this onto Lord of the Rings, you're just kind of going, wow, just absolutely In the space of 10 years. In the space of 10 years. Yeah, it makes no sense. What did like he make this, it? Like, even, he must have always had a fascination. Frighteners. Oh, Frighteners. But he must have always had a Frighteners would have landed there in about 96. 96. But I was going to say that... Um, he must have always had a fascination with cutting edge technology because like, look, even what he did here with practical effects and then you go on to Frighteners, that's a whole other level altogether. And then you take that and bring that yeah. five, five years later, he's directing Lord of the Rings. And like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, I think it was, was it Weta or, uh, that was created on the back of Lord of the Rings, his company, his special effects company. So like, it's kind of cool that like he always, he's kind of like our, the George Lucas of our era in a lot of ways. Um, you know, that like he, he has, he, like the way George Lucas came up with ILM and like the development of him as a creator and all this kind of stuff that like, even though George Lucas started off a kind of, like, I think he made like one movie maybe before American Graffiti and then it was Star Wars to see the yeah. kind of like the, the progress or the advancement he made in his career, like Peter Jackson for me and the way he's impacted the industry himself is very similar to me. I think for George Lucas, like the uh, career trajectories that the ball had. I never thought of it that way, but that's actually an excellent, excellent point. I have one every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one time. Cherish this moment. <laughs> it will not come again. <laughs> Mark the date. <laughs> you look back on this film and you think like just, so just it's a salute to everyone. <laughs> I salute you, sir. <laughs> Sing a blood-filled tear running down my face. <laughs> and imagine like it was only like imagine at the end of it there was just one mop. Just one mop. God, I hate that job. Now, whoever whoever <laughs> operated that mop must have been an artist. An yeah. absolute artist. <laughs> probably clean, cleaning up crime scenes or something for a living. <laughs> yeah. I just picture everybody celebrating, going, Yeah, well, God, that went amazing. And then everyone goes to party, and it's just one poor slob just <laughs> putting on his walk, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a dirty job, but someone's got it. Got it. <laughs> but I, I thought this was a spectacular choice. I think I, I think I've been probably meaning to get back to this film for some time now. Yeah, and, and to have an excuse to actually go back to it. But that said, I think I'm okay to not see it again. <laughs> quite some time also. You're like I'm satisfied. We're good now. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like when you drink like a couple of shots of Jägermeister. You're like, no, I like Jäger, but I'm not going to give it a break for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> Take a rest for a second. Yeah, it's kind of you're like, I don't know why I ever stopped doing this. And you're yeah. like, oh, there it is. Then it lives like the Jägermeister movies. <laughs> that should have been his tagline. Yeah. Like, that would have totally worked. But uh, would you recommend this movie to people? Or would you think it's more of if you're into horror, this is for you. Or if you're into gore, this is for you. Because I think that I do think that you have to be a little bit more specific. But would you recommend it? Because I would recommend this to anyone. <laughs> I just would. Well, honestly, I think you could recommend it to anybody because even if somebody's not into like the horror aspect of it, it does have comedy elements to it. So there's a little bit of that for people. 
I'm a complete asshole and I have a friend of mine who absolutely hates horror. And I had her watch this and she got so mad at me. <laughs> she got up within the first 10 minutes and she's like, you're a dick. <laughs> that's just me. So you can use it as a reward and a punishment. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a versatile film. <laughs> well, I watched, I threw it on it again, like I said, at a pub with some 17 year old guy. And the thing is, if you got up and walked out, you're a pussy because, you know, we're, we're men and we judge each other. like. <laughs> so I just like gone, how are you finding it there, Jar? Oh, good. Mike, Mike, <laughs> wrong? join the movie. And he'd be like, yeah, no, it's a bit, it's a bit gross. It's like, yeah, it's a bit gross, but it's okay. It's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I knew like there was so many people uncomfortable and I was like, what? I was like desensitized myself with like two or three, you know, like uh, <laughs> viewings and I just thought that, yeah, no, absolutely. This, this is my, I want to watch the World Burn movie and I forgot how much I absolutely loved it. What about you, Vin? <laughs> Would you recommend this to people? Oh man, hundred percent. Like it's kind of like it's the complete other end of the spectrum in terms of horror as Hellraiser, but it would probably give you the exact same type of feelings. Like I mean, it's, when you say there's no middle ground with this movie, when you anyone you talk to about like a movie like Hellraiser, they either love it or hate it. It's, it's just true. That, it's just that balls to the wall. That's true. You yeah. know, and this is kind of like in the same tone, not in the same tone, but in the same kind of way that even though it's a very comedic that there is no middle ground with this movie it's balls to the wall it's like what Kira said like as, as soon as the, the zombies and as soon as the gore starts happening it, it starts happening mm. quick and often and from then on it's balls to the wall it's like you know like <laughs> turned up to 11 um, like it's it's crazy like it's one of the movies that I hadn't seen in a long time I think I've only ever seen it once before and I could not stop saying what the fuck throughout this whole movie. <laughs> like the whole, I was just like, ah, what the fuck? Oh, come on, man. That's like, the tagline right there. That's your tagline. It's <laughs> like, why? Why would you do that? You know? And that's what I love in a movie really grosses out and you're constantly like questioning the, the filmmaker's sanity and the, the reasons behind their, their, their choices. It's like, how is that a good narrative choice? Oh! And you're like, back to being a kid again, looking through your fingertips, you know? And I think in a movie you can do that to you, um, how desensitized we are. And it's like 30 years old um, and it still hits you in the same way it hits you the very first time. Crazy. And, and I can't imagine old. this movie hitting you any other way than the way it hits you. It's going to just turn your turn your guts and make you smile and make you nauseous. But like everything it does to the nth degree and to, to the very maximum. That's the fucking best thing about this movie that it's gross, it's hilarious, it's ridiculous, but everything it does, it does to perfection, considering the budget they had. It, it's yeah. a fucking piece of art. <laughs> but if films like, if every film on comedy is supposed to entertain, and if it's yeah. Philadelphia or it's Green Mile or it's, mm. or it's this, yeah, but anything. If this film doesn't gross you out, if you're able for it, this film is entertaining. I would defy anyone. Tell me that this isn't as entertaining as fuck. Uh, yeah, and, and and you know, at the end of it, you're a bit crossed out, but it's funny. It's genuinely, yeah. genuinely funny. Yeah, that's the best thing about it. It kind of has a heart to it. You know what I mean? It, yeah, yeah. It, well, it has numerous organs. <laughs> numerous organs. <laughs> like I, I think, like a movie like this, though, definitely like pre pointer. Um, uh, <laughs> it definitely um uh, influenced something like Shaun of the Dead. That like uh, it's look, look at Shaun the Dead. Something uh, we're going to be covering for the zombie series is that like it's it's really gory. It's kind of really over the top. It's really ridiculous. But at the end of the day, it's kind of this kind of heartwarmingness to it. And that's what this kind of story had. Uh, it had the, the love uh, uh, story between. It was a Paquita and um, what was the the main character's name? Dennis? No, 
Anybody? <laughs> Don't know. I just had it. Uh, <laughs> but um, just uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like it's there's a love story, uh, even though it was covered in gore and ridiculousness and blood and guts and whatever. At the end of the day, it's kind of a funny zomcom, and in the same way, White Zombie, the movie we've talked about previously, was the the birth and the genesis of the genre as a whole. This, in its sense, was maybe like the the genesis of. The, the Zomcom, which is something that became very popularized in the, the mid-2000s and so on, you know? How about you, Kira? Yeah. No, I honestly, I completely agree. I think this is another movie that kind of like is a flag on where the genre was morphing and developing. And it did push the boundaries on, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm choking as I'm talking. Um, <laughs> Picture the scenes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it definitely did um, push the boundaries with gore and gross. And if I remember correctly, because it was, actually banned in a couple of countries because mm-hmm. of how over the top bloody and gory <laughs> yeah. but I don't think that we would have the movies that we have now without like films like this you know 100%. or the idea of what zombie movies could be without films like this so I do think it's a very important film love it or hate it I think it is a very important film how about you Nolly Get yeah, actually, here. Think, yeah, I think it's the same thing. I do think it becomes very important. Anything that pushes the envelope. Sometimes I've seen, like, I watch a lot of movies. Look, between the three of us, it's probably unhealthy how many movies we're interested <laughs> in here. I'm sure, but, and, 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 and you know, and I'm yeah, and I'm holding, I'm holding my own in that. Um, but sometimes you just see a movie kind of go, that's great. It's <laughs> it's not. It's again, and I don't need every movie to push the envelope. In fact, I don't want every movie to push the envelope because that's all a movie would be then. Yeah. Um, but every now and again, you see one, and I think White Zombie again. Uh, we were talking about previously in uh, its way, it pushed them, brought the zombie thing to its to to the forefront of. Let's just see how far we could push it before people push back, and then they tested the perimeters, and then when yeah. it was known, people were like, you know what, like that is so grotesque, that is so outlandish, that is so out there. We, we could take it seventy percent of the distance he took it. Yeah. We could go really, really crazy here, uh, and, and hit mainstream. Still have a lot of daylight, mm. and I do think for that, for that, you have to commend it. Oh, 100%. just to, just where they absolutely no. We draw the line here, and you're like, oh, there's an awful lot of daylight between what they pushed it to and what could still be extremely gory. And I think that's why, like, Shaun of the Dead for a film that came out in 2004, there was times where that was a lot more gory than you thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I think maybe, maybe there's a tip of the cap to, because it's always a ripple effect. It's all going forward. And I do think that there's a tip of the cap to be had for this film, for just really pushing the, pushing the ball out there for Agreed. us. Yeah, exactly. It's like it showed you the boundaries and because the boundaries, you realise after watching a movie like Dead Alive that even though it probably didn't hit mainstream the same way Sean did was, it showed you exactly what the boundaries are. It showed you what you could get away with. As you said, you tone it down ever so slightly. You keep a very similar formula, keep a very similar format and you keep it a little bit less ridiculous and a little bit more mainstream and you get a gigantic hit like Sean the Dead like 15 years later, like 12 years later or something. So like there's, yeah. there's no doubts that Sean the Dead may not be direct clone of Dead Alive, but well, of course, there's a lot of the same DNA, 100. Yeah. But um, so anybody have any last words? We get the fuck out of here. Just been awesome. Just give uh, Kira her uh, her. Let's let's find out her and what you need to do to keep in touch with her. 
All right, absolutely. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I keep choking. I don't know <laughs> what it is. I don't know if it's like the beauty of the conversation. I think she's having a diet coke break effect with us there. I think she got bit by a rat monkey, man. Take that shit out. She got the bite. She got Rats the bite. Rats I can handle monkeys. I cannot. So you know what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, you can find my podcast. We're on um, the podcasting platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find us there. We are also on YouTube, but also check us out on social media. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have a community there. I always like to tell people we don't bite hard. So yeah, check us out. Give us a shout. And yeah. That's awesome. Thanks so much for coming along, Kira. Check um, it all out. (laughs) You broke up there. Your joke was ruined. Blame technology. (laughs) Fucking hell. All right, motherfuckers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Aldon Tui. This is Evasion Potty Snatchers. And that was Kira Walker. And that was Dead Alive. That insane motherfucking movie. See you next time, folks. Peace. Peaches.